Welcome to this week's podcast, featuring some of the best moments from the Soul Pepper Cabaret series. I'm Gregory Sinclair, a resident artist here at Soul Pepper and the Warnham West Director of Audio Programs. This week, Slate Family Director of Music Mike Ross returns to the Cabaret series with a concert in progress. The Golden Record is a musical exploration of space, inspired by the recording of Earth music still traveling with the satellite Voyager 1, which after 42 years is now well beyond the confines of our solar system. around me 
like a million suns, they call me on and on across the them all, ladies and gentlemen. Th thanks so much for coming, everybody. This is uh, this is sort of like a, a passion project of mine and now of these people. Um, I don't know when I heard, maybe, I didn't know about the Voyager Golden Record until maybe about a year and a half ago, and, uh, and as soon as I heard about it, I started thinking, oh, wouldn't it be neat to be able to build a concert around whatever that is? And so I started doing some research. And so that's what we've done. This is sort of the first kick at the can of building a concert around the Voyager Golden Record. What is the Voyager Golden Record? Well, um, this is sort of the, the brief catch up to where it began. Um, in 1977, uh, actually previous to 1977, there were two um, space uh, events and uh, ships that were built uh, to explore deep space, Pioneer 10 and 11. There were, there were lots before that, but in particular, these two were of significance because affixed to the outside, they, they put a plaque, and the plaque well, had uh, two sort of main images. One was of a man and a woman without any clothes on, and the other was of the solar system drawn to scale. So it was about that big, but it was basically a little calling card saying, if somebody out there happens to find this, this is what we look like, and here's a map of our immediate surroundings. <laughs> and so um, this was very exciting. And so they built the Voyager, and the Voyager's whole purpose was to explore deep, deep space, interstellar space, so beyond where the Pioneer was going to go. So the idea of putting more information on something like a plaque became very appealing to everyone. So what to put on it? Obviously, the first thing they thought of were pictures, like photographs. How, how could we, how can we, you know, we can't put a photo album or, you know, actual, you know, photographs. There's nothing on the inside of this. This was, the, the, the craft is not meant to be opened. So it's only what's on the outside is what we can deliver in terms of, we, uh, they, in terms of information. I had nothing to do with it, really. Uh, <laughs> I was two. Uh, anyway, and uh, so, so what they did was they started to think, well, if we can't do pictures, then, then what, 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 how can we get these images to whoever? And, and so while they were debating this, Carl Sagan came along and said it would be fantastic if we could put music on this somehow. And would, uh, 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 what an amazing way to tell someone who we are and how we are and what makes us us than music. And so this was the key. 
Because what it did was they started thinking in terms of, they, first they thought about tapes, but the magnetic problems were an issue, and then they started thinking about um, a phonograph. And the, 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 the idea, is there, is there any way that we can put video inside the grooves of, of a phonograph, which actually was the technology that led to LaserDisc and eventually CD and DVD, the idea of combining audio and video on the same set of grooves, so to speak. And so this opened it up. So they figured out how to do that, and so they started to debate what is going to go on this golden record. And I'll tell you, the contents of the golden record um, are as follows. There's 118 pictures. This is this is the this is how this is the playlist. This is this goes actually from beginning to end. 118 pictures. The first two bars of the Beethoven Cavatina, greetings from the President of the United States, a list of all members of US Congress at the time. <laughs> greetings from the Secretary General of the United Nations, greetings in 54 languages, hello in 54 languages. Um, a specific greetings from members of the United Nations at the time, whale sounds, the sounds of the earth, which was a, a tone poem essay that was put together by Carl Sagan's partner, Andrew, and more on that later, and music, 90 minutes of music. And I will read for you. This is what Jimmy Carter's message said. This Voyager spacecraft was constructed by the United States of America. We are a community of 240 million human beings among the more than 4 billion who inhabit the planet Earth. We human beings are still divided into nation states, but these states are rapidly becoming a single global civilization. We cast this message into the cosmos. It is likely to survive a billion years into our future when our civilization is profoundly altered and the surface of the Earth may be vastly changed. Of the 200 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy, some, perhaps many, may have inhabited planets and space-faring civilizations. If one such civilization intercepts Voyager and can understand these recorded contents, here is our message. This is a present from a small distant world, a token of our sounds, our science, our images, our music, our thoughts, and our feelings. We are attempting to survive our time so we may live into yours. We hope someday, having solved the problems we face, to join a community of galactic civilizations. This record represents our hope and our determination and our goodwill, and our goodwill in a vast and awesome universe. Anna. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watch it for a little while. I like to watch things on TV. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite's gone way up to Mars. It will be filled with parking cars. I watched it for a little while. I like to watch things on TV. Satellite of love. 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John. possible. Here, Anna, I'm going to use your saw for a oh, second. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if you can see that little white. Can you see that? Yeah. There's a little tiny white thing. Okay, so this photograph is called, here's your saw Thank back, you. Anna. Yeah, you're Thanks. welcome. Uh, that, this photograph is called the pale blue dot, and that's Earth. So that's from six billion miles away, and 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 it was it was one of the in, in sort of like space nerddom. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 one of the most famous photographs that that, that there are, um, and it's exactly the kind of perspective that they were looking for from the Voyager. When it came in, Carl Sagan, who was such a big part of putting the Voyager Golden Record together, um, was was moved to write about it, and, th and this is what he wrote. Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, 
Every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings, how eager they are to kill one another, how fervent their hatreds. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph, they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit, yes. Settle, not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known.
Charlene Joyce, ladies and gentlemen. And Nicole Bellamy. So that's the Ave Maria that Gounod put the melody on top of Bach's Prelude in C Major, and Bach's Prelude in C Major is indeed on the Voyager Golden Record. So the question was, they decided, okay, we're going to do this record. What do we put on it? Um, big question. And not a lot of time. This was one of those things that came late. The ship had to go when it had to go, and so they had to make decisions fast. One of the, one of the deciding factors was how, how long, how much actual music can we fit on it? And so... A record that plays at 33 and a third will give you about 25 minutes per side or so. But they figured out a way to actually make the record bigger and play it at 16 and two thirds. And so you've got about 45 minutes on either side, which was, they breathed a big sigh of relief because it allowed them to get a lot more music on it. Two movements of a symphony would take up one side if it was 33 and a third. The team that put it together was Carl Sagan, Jonathan Cott, editor for the Rolling Stone, Robert E. Brown, the executive director for the Center of World Music in Berkeley, Alan Lomax, director of the Cantometrics Project of Columbia University in New York City, John Lomberg of the CBC, and Murray Sidlin, conductor of the National Symphony Orchestra in Washington. And, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, their accounts of having gone through this, and one of the things that they all shared was that they had to change their paradigm very quickly from to, to, to not just think in terms of Western music. They came, all came to the table with classical composers from Bach and right on through. But it, it became pretty, pretty obvious in the group discussions that they, they, had to, they had to go further, obviously, and it was kind of reflected on their own sense of what, what the world's culture actually is. And so, um, so they had these debates, and one of the debates, um, they got rid of Debussy, um, gave way to Peruvian panpipes. Italian opera fell off the table to make room for Azerbaijani bagpipes, and, and a version of Miles Davis's Summertime was, was being debated whether to put it on. And so Murray Sidlin, who was the conductor of the National Symphony, called Martin Williams, the curator of jazz at the Smithsonian of jazz, and explained what they were debating. Williams interrupted, and he said, now let's, let me see if I got this straight. You're calling me up at home at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night to ask which jazz to send into the stars. <laughs> and so the debate continued. It, eventually they realized that, that uh, the, the American music that they were going to include was, uh, was almost entirely contemporary. The important stuff happened in the 20th century. And, and one of the, the, the most popular, I would say the most popular song that is on the Voyager Golden Record is the one that Richard Lamb is about to perform. You got this, you got this. Guys, I've wanted to sing this song since I was six years old. This is the first time ever, so here we go. Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. So well, but you can play the guitar just like Marie. Oh, oh, oh. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nicole Bellamy and Charlene Joint on their way up. This is a selection from, from the Voyager Golden Record. Uh, this aria has been called one of the most extraordinary depictions of character ever achieved in music. And the character depicted as evil. The vengeance of hell boils in my heart. Death and despair flame round me, sings the queen who rules from a throne decorated with stars. Again, a theme emerges along with loneliness and is that of night. Dark was the night, the Navajo night chant. Songs included on the Voyager Golden Record, the Aboriginal song of the morning star, which is on the record, and the queen of the night, Aria. Here to present that is Nicole Bellamy and Charlene Joint. And Anna Atkinson.
about space without this song, right, Fred? I don't think we can. My son picked this song for me to sing. Uh, we were going to do uh, Here Comes the Sun because I don't know if you know the story. It was meant to be on the, it was meant to be on the golden record. But EMI wouldn't give up the rights. <laughs> Because the aliens yeah. wouldn't pay the royalties, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I, so I asked my uh, my 11-year-old son Finbar, who picked up the guitar about a year ago, uh, if you couldn't do "Here Comes the Sun" and you wanted to do a Beatles song, uh, which one would you pick? And he looked at me like I was gum under his shoe, Dad. Across the universe, idiot. Right, like, and then he asked me if I would sing this song for him. He's not here, but I'll do it anyway. It's my space cowboy She packed my bags last night for free flight. Zero hours, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high. As a kite by then I miss the earth so much I miss my wife You're so lonely up in space On such a timeless flight A timeless flight Here we go But I think it's gonna be a long, long time The touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man to think I am at home Oh, no, no, no I'm a rocket man, rocket man, burning on my fuse up here alone. Mars ain't the kind of place you want to raise your kid. In fact, it's cold as hell. And there is no one there to raise him if you did. And all this science, I don't my job five days a week A rocket man A rocket man I think it's gonna be a long, long time To touch down, bring me around again to find I'm not the man to think I am at home Oh, no, no, no I'm a rocket man Rocket man Burning up my fuse out here I'm not the man to think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Long, long time to touch down brings me around again to find I'm not the man that think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man, rocket man, burning up my fuse up here alone. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So, uh, 
sort of unbelievably, folks, we've reached the end here. Uh, that flew by. Um, but, but thank you so, so, so much for coming. I'd like to introduce you to the people that are on stage with me. This is Haley Gillis, ladies and gentlemen. And sitting on the stage over there is Miss Anna Atkinson. Richard Lamb on multiple instruments. Brennan Wall on guitar, the multiple instruments. And Mr. Frank Cox O'Connell back here. And of course, Nicole Bellamy on piano and Charlene Joint, our opera singer for this evening. Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Commencing countdown engines on Check ignition and may God's love be with you This is ground control to Major Tom
ship knows which way to go. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. You've been listening to The Golden Record, conceived by Mike Ross and soon to be a concert returning to Earth in the Young Center in 2016. Coming up in our next podcast, music director, arranger, and trumpet virtuoso David Bookbinder is joined by extraordinary pianist Hilario Duran in an exhilarating evening of duets that take us from the Ukraine to Spain, North Africa, and Cuba. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it, yeah. Carl Sagan would want us to do it. Music programming at Soul Pepper is made possible through a generous gift from the Slate family. And our audio programs are thanks to the continuing support of Richard Wernham and Julia West. Leslie Lester is the executive director of Soul Pepper, and the artistic director is Albert Schultz. I'm Gregory Sinclair. Thanks for listening. Say-